And now, the moment we've all been waiting for. The Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Playoff Committee will give their playoff rankings. Who will have a shot at the Duchess? And who will try to escape being the Casper? Let's find out. Alright, let's get into it. This is the special edition of the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast, where myself, the Commish, and the Waz, and our guests, Baby Bird, Mr. President, will uh, break down the playoff committee's rankings. So, um, we're currently watching the Kansas City Chiefs and LA Rams game, and it is 30-30, to 30, uh, screen to Todd Gurley. What, uh, what matchups are being determined by tonight? Me and Baby Bird are in a tight race where I am up by currently 28 points. So it's not tight at all. And he has Patrick Mahomes and Greg DeLike, and I have Brandon Cooks in the locker room. Barring Grandma getting run over by Todd Gurley, I am feeling really good about this week. Uh, the closest matchup of the night is uh, Pat needs 2.4 more, po- more points from Travis Kelsey. And uh, officially eliminates Joe from postseason contention and relieves the PFI of the rest of us going to the postseason. Correct. Um, Nick, congrats on A, breaking 100, and B, uh, with the kick that just happened a few moments ago, you are now up by, I believe, about half a point. It's been a long road. Turn your mic on. Oh, try again. Yep, heard ya. It's been a long road, let me tell you. As a champion, it hurts, but it also hurts. And I'm here now. And Alex, you've gotten the worst score of anybody over the entire league. That is true. And I promise you, you will get the Casper in the same year. This is my promise to you. All right, let's actually use that to dive right into number 10. So number 10 is Alex Petrowski. The worst player as voted on by the Fantasy Football Houghton Connection Playoff Committee. So So Ryan, what what are your thoughts on, uh, on, on, on Alex being voted the worst player going into the playoffs? Well, we all said this the entire year. We said it before the draft, during the draft, after the draft, every week since. Uh, there was a slight scare um, where Nick's team was looking really bad. And Alex, again, you know, he predicted the Lev Bell. He uh, just called that coming from a mile away. I believe he even traded with one of the members here. Why don't you talk about that trade? How is James Conner doing? 4.9 points. Huh. Okay. Um, and just like that, Brandon Cooks is back in the game for a 12-yard gain. We're back in business. Okay, can, but let's can, stay can, focused can on task my sentence? Yeah. How, how many points did Fournette score? More than that. So here's the thing with Alex's team. As predicted, um, you've got Fournette back healthy, and that made TJ Yeldon irrelevant. You've got Delvin Cook back healthy, which made Murray irrelevant. So congrats on James Conner, but... Emmanuel Sanders ain't doing shit. Marquez Valdez-Scantling ain't doing shit. You have four quarterbacks and three defenses. Three defenses that you don't want and four quarterbacks that are, 
So, number 10, Alex Petrowski. Clear, clear cut, number 10. And the ATC is at 68. So you've done 68 things since the draft to make your team better, and you have not accomplished anything. The only thing better would have if would have been if you had made one more transaction this week and been at 69. Then I would have given you props. Nice. But you didn't. You couldn't even do that, right? Couldn't even get 69. So Okay. It's, it's kind of just a matter of... It's not too late to drop someone. I, I mean, it is just a matter of when. But. I don't know that dropping someone counts as a transaction. It's only adding someone. Anyways, let's get into the next one. Number nine. All right, at number nine. Um, this is a bit contentious. It is. We had Nick... However, I guess now Nick is beating Kyle. So, in light of recent events, Kyle is number nine. Number nine. Number nine, Kyle. Congrats, Nick. You just moved up. So, because uh, you know, previously we did have Nick here because him and Kyle had the same record, but Nick um, has less points for Nick and has, has never broken a hundred. But you know, with Nick being Kyle now and having a better record, the longest below 100 point drought has finally come to an end. In league history: no one has ever gone 10 weeks in a row below 100 points until our very own Nick Kremko. But he's cracked 100. He's beaten Kyle, and that moves him past Kyle in our ranking. He in does ranking. have less points for on the year than Kyle, but Nick's team is finally starting to click. Yeah, they they found their groove. Nick, care to comment? I want that. Okay. So moving on. Well, yeah. So let's actually we've talked a lot about Nick. But let's dig into Kyle's team. Uh, what puts him at number nine? He actually has a good team. I like you can't hate on it too much because he's got McCaffrey, Cohen, A. B. Kenny G. But then from there, Lamar Miller. You. Devin Funchess, ooh. Sony Michelle, when he's back and healthy, will be fine. Kenyon Drake, ooh. Like, just overall, it's got a stinky team that I just don't want to touch. However, the one thing I will say, Kyle's doing pretty well in points for, but it has just been fucked in points against. And I guess the factor of luck and kind of what's gone into the year so far factors into the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Playoff Committee's rankings. Yeah, I got a hand to him. Uh, he is also in the top-tier conference having to play the likes of the Waz and Mr. Benson and the Baby Bird and Ryan Warson. Um, with that kind of having to play double of both of them, it's it's very conceivable that he has the most points against. All right, so let's dive into our next one. Number eight. So we already mentioned number eight is Nick Kremko. Um, the drought is over, as we said. Finally broke 100. I mean, barring two, you know, a lot of negative field goal attempts. So, I think Nick might actually pass Alex in points for this week. Not hard to do when he puts up 44. Worst week of all time. Alex Petrowski. Can't stress that enough. Cannot. But anyway, so, uh, David Johnson's finally putting up numbers for Nick. Um, 45 points in the past two weeks. He's the number 10 running back on the year. Um, finally a top 10 running back. Mike Evans coming back this week. Making Come, a comeback. Yep, comeback strong. Keenan Allen has been tearing it up lately. Uh, the Marlon Mack trade, Nick finally listened and traded one of those wide receivers for a running back. 
way to go bud yeah way to go that really helped um we're also proud of the drunk version of yourself yeah i wouldn't say that it helped your team you know too much because you did it too late but pick six not quite yep pick six nick should have started the rams defense this just in um baby bird that is another interception for uh your own patrick mahomes showtime you know i want to take a step back for a second that marlon mack trade yeah, what were you thinking how does that make that? you feel um well i don't feel great but nick doesn't even remember making the trade so solid yeah does it even count I want that. All right. I think that brings us to number seven. At number seven, the last person in the bottom four, Joe Jordan. I think it has if his record was better and he could make playoffs, I think he would be much higher than seven. But alas, here we are. He had some bad luck this year. And he's headed to the bottom four. Now, I do want to put a little asterisk on this for the committee. Um, This is coming uh, currently where uh, Joe is still 2.4 points ahead of Pat this week. Um, And if Pat somehow surpasses Joe, then yes, Joe is eliminated from playoffs. But if for some reason God strikes fear in the heart of Travis Kelsey... And he does not surpass 2.4 points. And so, Pat would lose to Joe. Joe still has a minute chance of going to playoffs. Which, I mean, correct correct me if I'm wrong here. That would probably vault him into a higher category. At least the top six. But, yeah. So, for now, the, the in the initial playoff committee's rankings, he was ranked number seven. So, that's what we have to report on. Um, the one thing I want to say about Joe's team is, Number three, wide receiver, Michael Thomas. Number four, wide receiver, Devontae Adams. Number two, tight end, Zach Ertz. Uh, number 20, Stefan Diggs, wide receiver. And then his running backs are 17, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, who missed a bunch of games. Still number 44, Nick Chubb, same thing. Number 18, but he didn't play for a good majority of the season. He's got a good team. Joe, you're welcome. Yeah. What a team that was drafted by the rest of us. All it's right. really a compliment to ourselves. We know what we're doing. It is. Now, let's get to the next one. Number six. Number six, we have Patrick Prouty. Now, he started out 5-0. and It was a great run. But as pretty much the whole world knew, his downfall would come. Uh, looks like Baby Bird has something to say. No. Nope. False alarm. Yeah, it's, he's he, like, uh, like Pat's, Pat's small wood. Baby bird speaks small. Okay. But carries a big stick. Nick That'd Travis be unlike Kelsey. Pat. So, yeah, Pat, outside of Newton, Kamara, Beckham, and Kelsey, the rest of your team, bench included, starters included, ass. Probably the worst in the league. But the only reason you're not down there is because you, you know... Went off for those five weeks. So now that I say that, I just pulled it up. I'm looking at scoring. Cam Newton, number six on the year for quarterbacks. Kamara, number two for wide rece- for running backs. Beckham, number eight for wide receivers. Kelsey, number one tight end. Outside of that, besides defense and kicker, nothing in the top ten. Only one wide re- two wide receivers in the top 20. Everything else, 30, 44, 54, 49, 36, 91, bad. 
His yes, RB two is the number forty running back on the year. Yes, baby bird. But 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 what about Legarrette Blunt? Wrong. But but he actually dropped Des Bryant. So Pat, congrats on your five and zero start, which bumped you into playoffs. You are by far the worst playoff team, by far. I wish I could play you. Okay, let's hit the next one. If you get the third seed, you can. Number five. All right, number five, we have Sam Richards. Still relevant. Still relevant. Yes, that means the top four are all from the Christian Bale Conference, but let's talk about Sam Richards for a minute. Nick, you got anything to say about Sam? I got money on him going positive, so we're going positive, baby. Yeah. Nick and I made a bet. I said Sam would go six and seven. Nick said seven and six. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, you know, I really think that Sam would have a a better playoff chance if he traded for Peyton Barber. If he had Peyton Barber Barber on his team, then I really think that he would have. <laughs> Instead of Derrick Henry, that would be Peyton Barber would be a very Good addition over Derrick Henry. If you sure. look at the stats, Peyton Barber put up 18 points this week. Yeah, 17 points. Which That's is some more comeback coming out of nowhere. Real shocking. Yeah, everyone, I heard I Derrick Henry's nickname was Beth. So yeah. he should really look to upgrade Derrick Beth Henry for Peyton. Kind of like a, a yeah, like a bathtub, like a bathtub, something like that. Something along those lines. So yeah, um, Sam number five. Tyreek Hill, Melvin Gordon, hopefully they, for your sake, hopefully they carry you. Otherwise, goodbye. Also, side note, uh, Los Angeles Rams, yet another pick six. Uh, Nick, how did you not think to start the Rams defense against the Chiefs? Another one? Uh, Literally another one. Wait, they had another another one? A fumble on the field is returned return for, for touchdown. I'm sorry. So not a pick can we, six. Can we, can we all review what Andy just said? The Los Angeles Rams just with another pick. And we're talking about the Chiefs and the Rams? The Rams defense. Los Angeles Rams. That's correct. Yes, I was correct in that statement. Yeah, they got – he was incorrect by saying pick. It was a fumble. No, True, it was a fumble. We'll, we'll go ahead and circle back. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's, hit the, let's hit the next one. Number four. Number four in the league. We have Ryan Benson. Oh, Benson. This was, I'll be honest, this was a tight, tight one between the number three and the number four. Um, no, it wasn't. It was very tight because number three lacks wide receivers, but the number four, while he has a clear RB1 and a clear wide receiver one. Even I'll even say a clear wide receiver two. He really lacks an RB2 and a flex. Yeah, and his tight end, I got to be honest, is not striking fear into anyone. No. Had a couple great games to start the year. Hasn't done anything since. That's correct. That's much like Benson's team in general. It's had a really good start to the year and just hasn't done much since. The only thing that strikes fear into Benson's opponents is the random Benson touchdowns out of his random starts. Benson hasn't cracked 100 in the past three weeks. Oh, don't I know that. So, yeah. Let's start out. Let's go through Benson's year. He 
scored 108, 98, 106, 119, 105, 120, 138, and then it kind of all started going downhill. 104, 93, 93, and he's currently at 86. So that really pushed Benson down as the clear number four. Although he does still have Todd Gurley, and as our Nicholas Krumko knows all too well, Grandma got run over by Todd Gurley. It is always great to have Todd Gurley on your team come playoff time. It isn't could happen that, to anyone. Isn't that right, Mr. Kremko? Grandma got run over by Todd Gurley. So Nick and Baby Bird um, can't hear the podcast. They can't hear the drops because only Andy and I have the headsets on. So Nick does not know that we just played that drop and he decided to sing it, which podcast gold. Podcast gold. All right, moving on. Who's number three? Dude, you can't say the number three. There's a drop for that. Number three. Ooh, so smooth. Number three, we have a little baby bird. I did it, Mom. What do you have to say for yourself? I mean, I'm just happy to be relevant again for a second year. So the number two and the number one and the number three, they... They're all very good. They all have good, you know, running backs, some better than others. But what really separated for for the playoff committee, what really separated number three from number two and one uh, was the lack of wide receivers. He does have Flash Gordon, but they just didn't feel that Flash Gordon has shown enough on the field yet. And he doesn't have much of a wide receiver, too. He did trade Marlon Mack for Corey Davis. Which all made us question, you know, why did you target Corey Davis when Nick has all these other talented wide receivers to spare? And you even said yourself, Nick was so drunk he doesn't remember it, so you really couldn't shoot for anything higher? I was told by my parents not to take advantage of someone who's drunk. That's fair. But then the other thing is, yeah, you know, Fortnite's been doing well, but they just they questioned your, your ownership style because you traded away James Conner for Leonard Fournette. So they bumped you down to three, and that's kind of how it was. I'm sorry, how many points has Fournette had in the past two weeks? How many points has Connor had since the trade, and how many points has Fournette had since the trade? I've only lost one game since the trade. The scale, and who was that too? I lost to Alex. I don't actually know. It was Alex? But I've won since. That's right. Yeah, you lost to Alex the week you made the trade, and you've won out since then? Until tonight. Until tonight. Who did you lose to tonight? Andrew Warson, Holland, U.S. Right, so because of that, I think it's fair that you're ranked below him. And also, who did you lose to um, before the trade? Myself. Ryan Benson. And I think it's also fair that you're ranked below me. So, let's dive into the number two. Number two. So, number two and number one were very tight. Contentious, one might yeah, say. It was. I think it was a one-point vote um, that, that swayed it one way versus the other. But with number two, we're going with the owner, Ryan Warson. The commish. The commish. As you might know him. No, I'm the commish. Ryan Warson is uh, number two. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Revert yeah. back into podcast self. Correct. Um, I'm the commish, not Ryan Warson. They're two different people. So, Ryan, talk about yourself. No, the commish will talk about Ryan. Um, he has very good wide or running backs and very deep running backs. The depth. The depth does get you, vault you into always being in play every single week. 
Can we uh, trade for Antonio Brown? Was that the ghost of Thanksgiving past? Anyways, he also has... Charlie Krieger? What? The ghost of Thanksgiving past is talking again. He also has the number two wide receiver in the league and the number 35 wide receiver in the league, which is T.Y. Hilton. And T.Y. Hilton probably, if he played every game in the full game, would be above that. T.Y. Hilton, you know, good. And not to mention, probably his most underrated and most fun player to watch, George Kittle. Doot, doot. I actually am a big fan of George Kittle. I don't know who all listens to uh, part of my take, but you should watch it or uh, listen to their uh, Friday podcast last week where they interviewed George Kittle, and that guy is a football guy. He's a football guy if I've ever if I've ever heard one. And something that both the number two team and the number one team have in common is they, many weeks ago, picked up a defense with just juicy juicy playoff matchups oh, so much juice it's like a nice savory steak it's like nicholas kremko went out this past weekend and oh wait he didn't get it here never mind i that metaphor didn't work never mind he didn't but sam did now let's dive in number one doot, doot. the top dog the playoff committee's number one andrew warson this is a lot of pressure for the Waz. It's not the Waz. It's Andrew Warson. Andrew Warson, Holland, U.S. No, that's Matt Thompson. It's the Warson and the Waz. Okay, there's so many names going around right now. It's Andrew, you. Andrew Warson. It's you, not but Holland, not US. podcast you. Okay. It's league player you. League player. Right. Okay. So his team, he's got Andrew Luck, who's been killing it. Saquon Barkley, who could blow the roof off of any stadium any given week. Carrion Johnson just got hurt. We'll see how that plays out. And then he's got Julio Jones, who finally started scoring touchdowns. What a great feeling that's been. And another JJ, except it's Juju, has been just on a tear this year as well. Solid wide receiver two for him. Brandon Cooks has been killing it lately, especially without Cooper Cup to get in his way. Sack by the Chiefs. And if your defense gets you 17 points every week, I think you have a really good chance of winning. Yeah, between the whole uh, Houston and Jags combo to end the year, the uh, matchups look uh, mighty fine. Hey, you might want to figure out what to do with the kicker, though. Yeah, Jake Elliott, my boy, not not doing so hot this week. Anyways, um, uh, the the Andrew Warson, not Holland U.S. Um, it'll be a question about the uh, RB two start of the week. Um, we'll see how it plays out, but a lot of pressure on on Andrew Warson, not Holland U.S. Uh, this is kind of uncharted territory. Yeah, my own personal take um, is I don't think the number one playoff committee team will win the championship this year. I just don't foresee that happening. Oh, wait. Is that because Ryan Warson is not the number one voted by the Houghton Connection Fantasy Playoff Committee? I'm not sure who's going to win it this year. I just don't think it will be Andrew Warson. I just don't think the Duchess could ever love him. Dude, dude. Let's let's ask the reigning champion who he thinks will win this year. So, after many nights, and boys, let me tell you, many nights, staring deeply into the eyes, she's looking for something new, something raw. And maybe Andrew Morrison 
is engaged. We need. He's engaged. He's off limits for the Duchess. We're talking about Pat. We're talking about Ryan. We're talking about Benson. She don't want no Taco Bell, Benson. She's looking for something new. Boys, bring something new. Okay. So it's basically down to Andrew Warson, not Holland U.S., and Andrew Warson, Holland U.S. And Pat. And Sam. Pat's already won. And, well, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sorry. Not Pat. Not Pat. Could be Sam. Wow. Three of the four previous winners are going to playoffs. Where's the other previous winner? Going towards last place. Oh, oh, that's right. (laughs) Oh, Alfta. Doot, doot. All right. Anything else anyone has to comment for this episode? Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've been on here, but it's amazing just to see how many horns get tooted for themselves in person. But this is the wa or this is the Waz and the Kamish, not Ryan and Andy. We're not in the league. We just comment on the league. Yeah, the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Playoff Committee chose these rankings. Yeah, we didn't even choose these rankings. The playoff committee. These did. were handed to us yeah. not five minutes before this episode. Yeah, we're just recording them. I call bullshit. Have you ever seen a bullshit? Doesn't look like this. Fair. I love it. All right. All right, Forrest Gump. Well, I think it's fair to um, do this as well. Who is the better Batman? Christian Bale? I'm Batman. Or Michael Keaton? I'm Batman. So here's the thing. The top four are all. Christian Bale. Five and six are Michael Keaton. One of the bottom four is Christian Bale, and three of the bottom four are Michael Keaton. Um, the uh, the podcast would also like to recognize the fact that uh, Nicholas Krumko, who is in the Michael Keaton conference, um, is currently, you know, barring a magnificent missed field goal, missed field goal. Uh, will beat Kyle Wellman, who is in the Christian Bale Conference, placing the season-long winning uh, win-loss record. And I believe seventeen and six. Seven? No, yeah, seventeen and six. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Come on, Kyle! What the fuck? You're hurting us, man! Shit! But congrats, Nick. Kyle, you did your best, and that's all you can ever do. Hey, guys. Well, I told you once, I told you a thousand times, you lay down in front of the man, in front of the law. Let the boy watch. All right. Is that all we have for today's uh, Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Playoff Preview? That is. Um, let's sign off the show. And uh, my last championship was 2015. Uh, Baby Bird, one is yours? No comment. So that's never. Uh, Nick, one is yours? I'm living it, baby. I'm not going to be living it for long, but I'm living it. Andy, when was yours? We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. That's never. All right. Deuces.